This podcast is brought to you by Gundog Outdoors and Dakota 283 Kennels. Hi, hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushman Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Welcome back to another Flushing and Dustin podcast. Nick and Tyler here. We have Molly Van Branken with The Scoop, which Tyler and I both switched our dogs to The Scoop Dog Food. And she is head of sales with this company. We're excited to let you guys know uh, a little bit about what Tyler and I have seen in our dogs and then give you a lot of the background from Molly here. So Molly, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself uh, and give our listeners uh, a little bit of your background. For sure. Um, my name's Molly, head of sales at the Scoop Dog Food. Uh, love my job. Uh, just to be able to go into work every day and make a difference in a lot of dog owners' lives and hear about it through, obviously, um, customers or trade shows or even like responses from podcasts that I've been on, which I love, by the way. Um, but basically, my job is to create relationships with kennels, um, do consumer events, a lot of trade shows. Um, I'm in charge of a lot of the marketing and advertisement that goes into the scoop right now. So I control all of our like magazine ads, our internet ads. Um, I'm in charge of the social media, the Facebook and the Instagram. And that's a little bit about what I do. Nice. So what, what brought about the scoop dog food? How did it come about? Okay. So, um, the scoop actually was started by my dad. Who's a practicing veterinarian. He's been practicing for about 47 years and unfortunately, um, hold on. How old is your dad and when did he start? That's a long started, time. I know that is a long time. So he started actually, um, oh gosh, I want to say in his late twenties, he's like 72 now. That's crazy. He's still practicing. Oh yeah. He's still practicing. He runs an eight man nice. practice. That's Secondly, awesome. are, you, are you seeing dogs getting COVID? Because my dog was extremely sick about a week ago. We don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> what? No, I have not seen not, that. Not even shitting you. <laughs> and I could not figure it out. <laughs> that is wild. That's great. I'll, set you, I'll set you up on a free vet call with him. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, we actually um, unfortunately had a dog pass away from a disease called copper storage disease. And we really didn't know what copper storage disease was. So we started like this discovery period of why did our dog get copper storage disease? Why did she die at such a young age? And it actually turned out that she got copper storage disease by the ingredients that were put into her food. So- Can I ask what food she was eating that she got copper storage disease I mean, it's, it's, I can't disclose the name of the food because I don't want to hate on other companies or anything, but it is a very popular brand. Good, good salesman right there. <laughs> exactly we can't bash the we can't bash the competition we can only promote ourselves right absolutely so we actually um started doing a lot of research um as to why this happened and it turns out that almost every single dog food company on the market puts in copper sulfate or copper protein in their diets and this is actually the same stuff that they use to kill pond algae oh wow did not know yeah. that they use it to kill pond algae. They use it to clean septic tanks. They use it to clean porta potties. So actually, I actually have a pond behind my house that the city doesn't clean. So if I just take some fucking random dog food and pour it in there, clean right <laughs> up, huh? Exactly. <laughs> some dog food in there. 
but it's it's kind of wild that they put that in there you know like you hear this and it's kind of like that wow factor of oh my gosh like what else is in my dog food that i don't know about yeah is there a reason that they put it in there what does it do anything so actually we started uh researching a little bit more as to why they put it in there in the first place and it turns out that they actually started putting it in factory farm animal feeds back in the 80s which is wonderful for factory farm animals because it makes them grow faster. So it's a growth promotant. So they go to market in six months rather than a year. Yeah, I'm, Jesus. That's crazy. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I used to work in functional medicine and like this whole thing brings up, not to take it off topic of dogs or dog food, Yeah. but so we had a skincare line and the skincare okay. line was tested in Eurofins, which is a, a basically Europe standard of ingredients uh-huh. where Americans are tested by American products are tested by the FDA. Well, the FDA only bans about 15 different ingredients in our skincare products where really? Eurofins, yeah, where Eurofins will ban about 1500 products. And they wonder why cancer is so prevalent over here is because those products are parabens or mimic what you yes. call es- hormones or estrogens in people. So like, oh God, we got all these cancers. Well, before you leave your house in the morning, you're exposing yourself to like 150 different toxins or more because you're putting on eyeliner, lotion, washing your hands or washing your body, all that shit. So it's just like, I believe it. And I believe crazy. it. Yeah. My like, mom everybody's like, all oh, it's FDA approved. FDA approved don't mean shit. That's exactly <laughs> right. And that's, that's kind of the thing that just blew my mind on this whole thing. Cause it's like, yep. there should be different standards for factory farm animals versus companion animals. Cause you're, yeah. I mean, your factory farm animal is only going to live for about a year of its life. And then it's going to get sent to slaughter. Whereas your dog, yeah. you're hoping it's going to live for 10 or 15 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's you know, the same, same thing with like, uh, you take this conversation to supplements. Anybody take fish oil or vitamin D? Everybody's like, well, it's not FDA approved. Well, you don't want it to be FDA approved because FDA will then put a standard on it that it can only be X potency or you want it to be therapeutic and healthy. So if mm-hmm. you hit these therapeutic levels, that's good for you versus well, I'm going to put a fucking pinch of dust in here that the FDA said, well, this is okay. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's actually crazy. We're going to get taken. We're going to get taken offline now because I just went on a whole rant. That's okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. We were, we were honestly just as upset when we figured this out. And that's what kind of caused like the whole start of this thing, because we were like, that is seriously messed up that they are putting this harmful ingredient. Actually. Um, it's funny. I was, I was, uh, I have horses Yep. and I was, I was down at the barn and I have this, uh, this little bottle of caustic wound powder. And it's basically like if your horse goes out, slashes his chest on a fence or something like that, has a has a huge like flesh wound, you put it on the wound and it eats away the proud flesh. And the first ingredient in that bottle is copper sulfate. That's crazy. Doesn't I realize that copper sulfate did that. It's such a it's such a corrupt <laughs> type, yes. type thing. Like everybody wants everything FDA approved or this is good or look at these ingredients or people brag about having the best product. Well, sometimes right. I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I want it to be FDA approved. I don't know if right. I want that. I'd rather have like, and that's when Tyler and I found the scoop. Yep. And I believe we talked to, is it Alex? Right? Alex? Was it Alex? No, yeah. We, we, talked, we, to, we talked to Alex from um, Gundog Outdoors. Gundog Outdoors because he sponsors yes. us. Yeah. And then we talked with, is it Connor or Conrad? Yeah, Connor. Connor. The Michigan Connor. duck man, I think yep. is what he's yes. called. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we talked to Connor 
And then I got on and we started kind of having the same conversation. I was like, all right, uh, I'm definitely buying your dog food. I think it is the best dog food out on the market, honestly, hands down because, okay. So I'll give you a few reasons as to why it's different from every other dog food. So when my dad created this food, um, he knew that there was a lot of, um, dog related diseases that were caused by different food ingredients. So the first one, obviously being copper storage disease, he's like, we're taking all the chelated coppers out. We're only doing natural coppers. And we actually test every single individual ingredient for natural coppers, very costly, very, uh, not time-saving, but we do it because we want only natural coppers in the food, no chelated coppers. So it eliminates the copper storage disease. The second thing, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, dilated cardiomyopathy in dogs. No, I have not. So that is actually a heart condition caused by grain-free diets. Huh. So just like Atkins. Yeah. So it's, it's like, um, the the heart. (laughs) People would do that and they fucking died from it. It's just like Atkins. Yeah. It, yeah. So basically the grain is such an essential nutrient to a dog's heart. So it's, it requires a lot of work to pump the blood through a dog's heart. This is actually very common in golden retrievers. Golden retrievers are predisposed to this disease, but once you take away the grain, the heart works harder and it actually like grows the muscle to the point where it like, it closes off and the blood can't pump through. And then eventually it causes heart failure. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of but people I, don't know that that's actually caused by the grain-free diets. Yeah, but I bet that facility where you're making your dog food is, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The FDA does monitor it. Doesn't have to be FDA it's approved. It's actually so. AFPO. AFPO oh. is the one that regulates dog food. Oh, hmm. so it's making. Oh, so it's AFCO regulated. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like they, I always the, say, the I always say it's, almost, it's almost better if it's FDA regulated than FDA approved. Because then it's right. just like they're trying no, to push this is it to market. Strictly AFCO. Oh, okay. I did not know Which that. Is, yeah. So it's in like the grain free thing, it cracks me up because it was like a fad. So, like, you know how people go on like gluten free fad diets or dairy free or whatever. It's kind of like people. It's kind of like those diets that um, people think like, oh, oh, grain-free is the new fad or vegetarian food for my dog is the new fad. So I got to hop on that train. So I had, I went, so I work with doctors and I went to a meeting with one of the doctors like, oh man, gluten-free, can't do anything. But then he uh, orders ketchup or he gets ketchup and he puts it on his, on his food. I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I can have some fries too. <laughs> Stop fucking, dude, that's not gluten free, man. <laughs> oh, trust me. I hunted he's like, dude. He's like, yeah, I, but, but I had a salad. <laughs> it's still good. I, I shit you not. Oh I, hunted, I hunted with a dude that said he was grain free. And then we all went out after hunting and he got a beer. Yeah. Got weed right I there. What is I, feel that? Like I feel like you guys are about to hire me to come to your come work with you guys. Oh <laughs> <Exactly>. shit! <laughs> he is a good salesman. I give him that. Love that. The one the one thing that I loved about um, your guys's dog food to start is that you have every single ingredient laid out online. Yeah, you have it explained why it's in the dog food. Where like exactly you look at other ones and it's just like here's your whole list of ingredients and there's no explanation for it. 
And it's a lot well, of smoke and mirrors with a lot of places because I mean, you could read an ingredient and I could be like, okay, I don't know what the hell that ingredient is. And on our website, we try to really break it down and say like, this is what this ingredient is used yeah. for. It helps with whatever, whatever in the dog. Like, yeah, to be honest, I, yeah. So I'll even yeah. say this, like the transition. So I'll be honest, we were food Ukanuba. Um, transition from Ukanuba to your dog food and uh, you know we're on this podcast um i'll say why we switched actually ukanuba want to sponsor us their customer service was shit so mm-hmm. being in sales i don't take kind of that so if you're gonna do that to me i'm not gonna use it um, right and that's that's 100 so we were looking and we talked to alex at gun dog outdoors and he's like gotta feed this this is what i use best stuff um and then so on down the line but if you looked at and Tyler, I'm looking at your dogs, but Tyler's dogs are kind of picky ears. And when they got it, yeah, they are. They were munching. Ears. They were they were munching down on it. I was like, oh geez. Yep. And Diesel just sits. Diesel just sits and just drools constantly. He just he's ready to eat. Oh yeah, and I'd say that this is a great food for picky dogs, just because the okay. So a couple reasons. A, we use corn. Corn gets villainized a lot in dog food. A lot of people, for some reason, think that corn is terrible for dogs, and that is a complete myth. It's actually, um, beg your pardon? Can you tell us why? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people think that, um, so like cysteine and methionine come from corn, which creates taurine. And a lot of people think that taurine is bad in dog food. So there's just this huge misconception about, oh my gosh, grain is so bad for dogs. Corn is bad for dogs. Like corn is the one that specifically gets villainized a lot. And I think that a lot of people think that it's just a bad ingredient to add when in reality, you need amino acids. Yeah. When in reality, actually, it actually makes it very palatable for the dogs. The way that my dad explains it to me is like, you know how you go into a movie theater and you like smell the popcorn popping. He's like, that's kind of what dogs smell when they go to their food. It's, it smells the same to them. They, it makes it palatable. It makes them want to eat it. The other thing that makes them, um, really, really love the food is that it's made with organ meat. Nice. So I, I did not understand this when I first started working and my dad explained it to me. He's like, Molly, you coyote hunt, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I coyote hunt. He's like, okay. If you put a dead deer carcass out in the field, what is the first thing that the coyote goes to? And I was like, it's stomach. Yep. yeah, it rips out its stomach and it eats all of the organs. It goes for the liver. It goes for the heart. And I'm like, why is that? He said, because it's the most nutrient rich part of the animal. And it's the highest in protein. It's the highest in vitamins. It's the highest in minerals. And it's the most palatable. Hmm. Did not know that. Oh, I so know that very good. I always say, if you want your dog to have a super shiny coat, go with the Pollock. If you want your dog to not be a picky eater, go with the chicken that's yeah. exactly what we do that's what yeah have, I feed chicken. and he goes a chicken <laughs> yep exactly it and was... the other thing that we actually formulated the dog food to do um is to get rid of a lot of skin and ear infections yeah and how do you how do you do that like what do you, so, do you is there a great you're looking at ingredients in there for that or yes yeah, so we have this saying um this is what my dad says being the vet he always says you want to stay away from bmw the german sports car beef milk and wheat because that is the top three ingredients that dogs are allergic to and that cause skin and ear infections makes sense i know that yeah so a lot of people think that skin and ear infections are like environmental from swimming from like 
being outside that they're allergic to something. It's actually a food allergy. <laughs> and, and a lot of people don't realize that. And so it, that's a very rewarding feeling when I get a call and someone's like, oh my God, I've been battling this ear infection with my dog for years. And then they get on our food, but here's the trick. You got to stay away from all BMW, all beef, milk, and wheat. And you got to take it out of the treats. So we supplement treats for ABCs, apples, bananas, and carrots. Nice. I'm in. So can you yeah, ask, from now on. can you ask your dad this? So she might know. She might know. Don't you might know. Out. You might know. But I'm just I might. from the vet standpoint. So Lola, my female golden retriever, ever since we've had her, um, she's had, uh, we've had to get her anal glands popped. Like, I don't know if they pop them or whatever they do. Yeah. Express. Yes. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) So we had to, we've had to do that every single month since she's, since we've had her and she's three years old. Mm -hmm. And so we switched to the scoop, like I said, like six months ago, probably somewhere Mm -hmm. right around that time. And we haven't had to do that probably the last two to three months. So she used to smell like super bad. Like it was like, got it you couldn't even be around her and then the past yeah like two to three months we haven't had to take her in to get those it was like literally i just scheduled a month visit every every month at the vet Uh, you don't do it yourself no and i want to get a weight and it's all right i just i just did that i'm not gonna do that myself no I'm not. Uh, as gross as it sounds, my dad, my my dog has the same problem with her anal glands. And my yeah. dad is like, you can learn to do this at home. You are a vet's daughter. Figure it out. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, you know, and, and I was just thinking before we get hopped on the podcast, I was like, wow, it's literally been two to three months since we've had to take her in. Good. The anal glands. And I don't, like I said, I don't know, maybe your dad knows something that's, you know, something in the food that maybe helped that or uh, i can ask for sure i mean know. i have never heard of uh the food changing the anal gland situation just because like i said my dog my dog's kind of weird though she she has spurts where i have to do it every month yeah. and then she has spurts where i won't do it for six months okay but yeah. I, I feel I like have, for her, I it's season. With my dog at all yeah like i said ever since she's been you know six months old till we switched uh, you know, a couple months after switching, we haven't, we haven't had to take her in to get those express. So I just That's wanted, awesome. you know, and, and like I said, I don't know if it's food or, you know, if she's finally growing up or, uh, you know, what it is, but it, yeah, it'd be interesting well, I, to see if your dad has any, uh, insight into that, that he could. For sure. I will know. definitely ask him about that. Yeah. It'd be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I know Nick, you've had good results with it. Yeah, so, I mean, diesel, um, energy-wise, it's always been fairly high energy, especially when we're going to train. I just think that's kind of the nature of, uh, of the beast, if right. you will. But <clears throat> he seems to be, I mean, fantastic there. But the biggest thing that I noticed uh, was his coat. It went from almost being, like, horse hair, like, just kind of coarse, like, wasn't really soft, to, God, now he's just, he's super soft and super shiny. And people are oh, saying, yeah. God, what do, you, what do you feed your dog? And, it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the scoop. And they're like, the what? I'm like, the scoop. I'm like, the safe dog food. You got to go. That's the website. Go to it. Yep. Um, safe dog and actually, we, 
We, uh, yep, we have uh, we have a gentleman who actually texted us about it today that uh, yep. we know one of our buddies uh, asking us about it. And we're like, yeah, get on it. Like it's it's second to none. And we truly believe that. I mean, I truly oh, believe yeah. that. These schools loved it. Yep. I would, I would never feed my dog anything else. So I actually had a personal experience that I'd like to share with Copper so you, Story. You, you ate it yourself and your hair got super No, smooth? no, no, no. Uh, I have, uh, I have had that happen before at trade shows where people come up and they're like, can I try the dog food myself? Cause I won't feed my dog anything that I don't like. Really? And I'm like, you be, you be I, my guest. If you want to eat dog, dog food. food. Yeah. Go right in. Jeez. But so to give you guys a little um, personal experience I've had. So this is actually kind of what made me come work for the scoop was um, it made me super passionate about it was my dog Sage um, that I have. Um, she's a black lab. She's three years old now. She got recruited for a study at Michigan State University where they said, hey, you have a young lab. We'd like to biopsy your dog's liver to see the difference in accumulation between young labs and old labs with copper storage disease. And so she didn't have copper storage disease. We were like, oh, whatever. Just, yeah, we're going to biopsy your liver. We're going to put her on this study. It's going to be great. And they called me right after they did the biopsy. And they said, your dog's at 482 parts per million. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And they're like, that's really bad. And I'm like, okay, break it down for me. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't understand. And they're like about at 2000 parts per million dogs die. Oh shit. What's like the normal supposed to be? So the normal for eight months of age for a puppy, um, they said all the other dogs were testing at about 80 to a hundred. Oh, wow. So they were like, she's abnormally high. If you don't change her over to a prophylactic preventative um, therapeutic diet, she's going to pass away by the time she's about five years old. Oh shit. And I was like, Oh, shit we gotta we gotta make a change here so we actually my dad said you know what put her on the scoop this will be a great experiment to do because i formulated it with extra zinc because zinc binds to copper and pulls it out of the liver and he's like so i'd be interested to see in two years what her liver is going to look like so we actually just rebiopsied her this summer and she was at 320 parts per million nice so it went down. So, so it yeah. did go down. Yeah, it did go down. About so, that? so basically the zinc form, like I said, binds to the copper and it pulls it out. So it's actually like undoing the damage that it did to her liver. So now she's obviously um, way down from where she was. And now feeding her this food, not only is it a preventative diet, it's a therapeutic diet. Damn, that's crazy. Man. Like you would never know. I mean, a dog doesn't show a sign of having the liver, the copper storage stuff disease. Do they? No, that's the hard part about this disease is that uh, you don't see the harmful effects of it until they get to the point where they're too far gone. Yeah. So our dog, our dog cookie that we started this off of when she died at the age of six, I mean, she got sick and literally probably five months later died. And, and she just became what's the sickness just, like like is there she a, just became very lethargic was throwing up wouldn't keep down her food she lost a lot of weight it was actually really sad when we put her down i remember she looked like skin and bones she lost so much weight from just not eating damn that's so crazy it's, 
it's a terrible disease because it's like once you catch it it's really hard to turn it around is it do you know like have you guys done a study like what's the percent of dogs in the u.s or whatever that have it and do you have a number of that that or that die oh, i actually each have year? a number for labs because they're doing okay. specifically studies on labs so before the 80s before they started putting copper storage or uh chelated coppers into dogs foods it was probably like one in every 100 labs got copper storage disease and now it's like 30 out of every 100 so it's about 30 percent wow. that's pretty Jesus. significant and yeah, labs, that's a high number. labs are the number one predisposed. Jesus. That's insane. Oh. 30%. Hmm. That is insane. But it's it's unfortunate because a lot of veterinarians don't know enough about the disease yet to really diagnose it. Because when my dad um, caught it with Cookie, he didn't even know that she had copper storage disease until unfortunately after she died and we did an autopsy and then we biopsied her liver. Man, that's so when you're working with the scoop, are you so you said obviously you're a small company? Yes. Are you traveling around the United States? You're just traveling around Michigan. What what's being uh the lead sales? What what is your demographic or not demographic, but what is your your territory, I guess, if you will? So I guess like since it's such a new company, we really didn't know where to take it. And since I'm so into hunting and I know how to talk to the hunting crowd, we've really developed a, a strong presence there just because a lot of hunting people, they want to give their dog the best that they can. And oh, yeah. I, I mean, I travel all over the place. Like we went to the Ducks Unlimited Expo this year down in Texas. We went to Game Fair. Um, I've actually done a few uh, police dog um, events. Nice. Yeah, which I I go all over the place for events, and uh, I want to go to Pheasant Fest this year. So do we. That's Nebraska. We want to go. I know. We'll be there. I might see you guys there. No, you're not. Might we will be there. We're going. (laughs) We'll be there. (laughs) Well, I will see you guys there then. Yeah. But but I love my job. I love getting in front of people and talking to people. But I think it's even more rewarding. Like when I was at Game Fair, it was two weekends. Um. I had a lot of people come up to me the first weekend. I told them about the food, uh, told them to try it. And then it was so cool watching them come back the next weekend. And they're like, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh no. And then they come back and be like, that is the best food. I have never seen my dog so excited about eating or like for picky eaters. Or I have people, we just had a a 1-800 call the other day, someone that fed the food at game fair. And then they called and they're like, my dog's ear infections went away or my dog's skin infections went away or this is the best thing ever because it's it's solving yeah. the problems. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, and it, you take this and you just look at it in terms of just bring it to real life. Bring it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, are you having skin problems? Well, it's probably something you're eating. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. if you have an unhealthy gut, you have an unhealthy body. Like, that's the but, whole thing. You have inflammation that hurts the body. So if you have mm-hmm. something that's full and nutritious, especially for your dogs or humans, same concept i mean it's going to help right. heal that dog the body is an amazing thing it doesn't exactly. matter what creature it is but it wants to heal itself and you know there's there's an unfortunate truth about dogs is that the good thing about dogs is they're really tough and the bad things about dogs is that they're really tough yeah. so your dog could be suffering from something and you don't even know you know what i mean 
oh, yeah. and they can't tell you if they are suffering. Yeah, and you know? I mean, even when our dog Cookie was going through copper storage disease, like we knew that she had to be in so much pain all the time, but she never stopped wagging her tail. She never stopped acting super happy and jumping around and playing until the very end. So it's it's one of those things. That's what we have to saying. It's great. The dogs are tough, but it's terrible. The dogs are tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. So like, let's say, so a lot, a lot of companies have puppy food, mm-hmm. right? So is the scoop good for how soon can you feed the scoop dog food to your dog so actually i've been um telling people if they want a puppy food we just recommend feeding our performance diet because it does meet is that the chicken the higher protein yeah the 30 20 okay so a lot of puppy foods are 30 20 just because puppies require three times the amount of energy as an adult dog so i mean even though they're just playing all day they eat the performance and it gives them the necessary um, nutrition requirements that they need to grow. Okay. So normally I mean, say, just make it simple. Yeah. We just exactly. make it simple. You don't need puppy. You don't need one plus year. You don't we need got, seven yeah, plus years. Yeah, we got puppy. Years. We got one to two like years. Jesus. We got two to three year dog food. Oh, then four to five. We got senior, but senior is six to ten. After God, ten, we have. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like Jesus. making things simple. I like. Uh, feed feed the puppy food till they're about six to eight months old switch over to the regular stuff it's like the damn ammunition well this five shot is only good for duck but this five shot is only good for pheasant you're not going to kill a pheasant with the duck five shot it's like right it's it. dumb. just make it one thing exactly uh, yeah exactly well that's it's awesome marketing. it's marketing yeah because i i've had a couple people ask me what we feed and they have young dogs and they're like well they don't have a puppy one and i'm just like i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you so yeah it's funny you brought that up because tyler i think we we're talking about that was it today or we we're talking about this week yeah because i'm in the market uh, to get a dog in the next year and a half or so and i got my order put in and i was like golly i don't know um what i'm gonna Food. feed them because yeah. they don't they don't they don't have a puppy formula but now um now i know, you know. now i know I th- yeah i think i think that eventually we're gonna change the bag to say puppy slash performance because it's hilarious when i go to my dad also has a pet store in battle creek that he sells the food out of but we carry other brands and we do have a performance brands in there and i go and i flip the puppy and i flip the performance over and if you read the labels it's the same thing that's crazy and i'm just like that's so goofy that they i mean but it's a marketing thing i mean obviously puppies need high protein high fat because they're running around they're playing they they need that high energy level to be met with their nutrition you know but it's like why put it on a different bag yeah yeah (laughs) what are what are come some of the obviously with you being in sales you're in front of a lot of people and what's a what's a big concern of people switching to safe dog food that you've seen in the market that they've that you've helped them overcome um as as far as health wise or as far as just like helping them learn because some people you know obviously they uh a lot of people like name brand right big name brands like oh i like an audi car or uh, i only drive chevy or only drive forward you know something like that um 
so something yeah. similar to that what's what's something that obviously can draw people obviously the copper thing is huge um with that oh disease. god i'll tell you my i'll tell you my favorite one that i just hate it just drives me up the wall <laughs> where i'm like well you should try our food and they're like well i'm feeding this food right now and like the commercial had a wolf running through the woods and like that's like my dog <laughs> jesus and i'm like dude if you're a dog so, and the wolf in the same woods is together blue, your dog is, is that blue buffalo yeah blue or buffalo wilderness, <laughs> yeah. wilderness I don't know, no it just it just kills me <laughs> or the crave i think that's the other one it has a wolf yeah on i it. just <laughs> i just think that getting people over these these stereotypes yep. of dog food like I had, one, I had one lady walk up to me at a trade show and she's like well i'm vegan so i want my dog to be vegan oh god and I was like, dog like what they're made to- and i'm like okay but the nutritional value of what your dog is getting is not the same as what you are getting i mean it's a totally different yeah we're two scenario. different palettes and so you just have to educate those people i just sit down and i'm like hey this is why your dog needs protein this is why your dog needs grain this is why you're and like once you break it down for them and especially when they go on the website and they read about it because the the information on our website is just it's a plethora of information you could read for days and there's scientific articles attached to our website that back up our findings and our reports and everything and just really explain what we're doing here but I just think that the biggest hurdle to get over is the marketing of other companies just because they do a damn good job with their yeah. marketing. Well, but, and like you said, you're only three people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just, I just think that the biggest part of it is, um, is just information and like knowing what you're talking about and being educated on the topic. I mean, I've had to go through um, a bunch of different nutritional classes at Michigan State, um, just to feel like, and I, I constantly read up on stuff all the time on like pet food industry magazine and everything, just to make sure that I know, um, the recent findings of what's going on in the industry today, just, just to keep up on, Oh, like, I didn't know that this product had a recall or that this is a new standard requirement for AFCO or whatever. So it's just, it's just keeping, keeping, updated on what's going on in your industry and knowing what you're talking about and always having like normally when I go to trade shows I always have an answer for somebody and if I don't know the answer to them I'm like you know what I'm going to get back to you on that and so I normally write down their name and number and as soon as I know the information get back to them that's awesome great customer service yes yes that is huge yes that's that's the other thing that everyone loves about us I'm sure you guys have you guys called the 1-800 number ever no need to yeah, we've no always need talked to. to people that either you or someone else. Yeah, I mean Ben is our one eight hundred number guy. He's awesome. He will go home at eight o'clock at night and answer a one eight hundred number call and switch somebody's subscription while he's at home watching Lions nice. game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. And then I mean, we've even had people call in before on like emergency situations, and we're like, it's fine. We'll just overnight you a bag. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, the, the people that call back and they're like, your customer service is unmatched. I've never had such good customer service. And they always call and they always talk to Ben. So he always knows. It's funny because I go in every day and we type in orders together and I'll say a name and he's like, oh, they live on this street and they get a bag of pollen. <laughs> and like, he just, he just knows all the customers by heart. And he knows when they talk to him on the phone. I mean, That's knows awesome. what kind of dog so that they are have. You, 
are you selling all over the nation now? Are you going out? Of, are you going like to Canada? Or are you just in the United Unfortunately, States? Unfortunately, we can't go to Canada. There's there's like a ton of tax paperwork, hoops, whatever that we have I'll to go that. through to Canada. And obviously with the border being so tight knit right now, it's it's very difficult. So we just do within the continental US. Yes. Minus yeah. Alaska and Hawaii. Makes sense. Yeah. So so we ship to almost every single state. Um, I know that we have some states that are bigger than others, like California is a big state for us, Texas is a big state for us, obviously Michigan is a big state. What about Iowa? Iowa pretty big state for you, or is it just Tyler and I buying? <laughs> <laughs> just you guys. Yeah. No, we, have, we have a few from Iowa. We we're, we're actually getting to the point. We just kind of crunched the numbers since last year, and we grew about three hundred percent since last year. Oh wow! So and it's funny because we're not doing a crazy amount of marketing, and it's just word of mouth from people. Yeah. yeah everybody that asked me, you know, I had uh, so my fiance's. <clears throat> sister she had a uh their dog passed away from stomach cancer um, earlier in the year and when they got their new one they're asking um you know what we fed and i told them we switched to the scoop because of what we've already covered and they're like well we're gonna do it too because you know obviously they didn't know if the food they're feeding i think they're feeding like kibbles and bits you know to their old dog Uh uh-oh um which <laughs> has more diseases than whatever but you know now they're feeding this and i think it you know and obviously we've had good luck with it and everybody and a lot of people in the hunting industry are changing over to it and mm-hmm. you know it, it definitely makes you feel more comfortable that what you're putting in your dog is performance and you know hopefully Love helping it. them live longer yep. yes yes food is definitely the longevity of a dog's life yeah yep mm-hmm. so. i've definitely seen that and and like i said that's the most rewarding part of my job is people that call i had a, a lady from michigan call not not too long ago that i switched over to the food and she said that her dog has not ran in two years and she said that he ran around the house like the first week that they got the food wow it's, a, it's crazy. amazing so like, yeah it's like, it's it's like lifestyle medicine <laughs> yeah for dogs oh yeah oh yeah it's crazy some of the calls that we get the the people saying like oh my dog hasn't done this in like the longest time or my dog wags its tail now for dinner and like never used to really care for dinner time or whatever it's just it's a very rewarding part of the job to know that you're helping other people with their dogs that is awesome (laughs) yeah did you guys recently change the sizes of your bits your bites no, um, I, the Pollock and the chicken are a little bit different in kibble size right now, just because of production. Okay. So it's like, so I, when didn't they notice that. Through, I didn't know that the Pollock was a little bit bigger than what it was when I first got it. I just figured yeah. it was not, Yeah, not we reached out to the factory and we asked them about it and they were like, yeah, it was just uh, how long it sat on the conveyor. Like it's, if you don't get it under the baker right away, it like spreads out a little bit. Yeah. Just like a cookie. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of like how fast the conveyor belt's running basically and how long it has to like settle on the conveyor yeah well it hasn't changed i mean it, it's it's good it hasn't changed oh, yeah. that at all oh yeah it's still the same good food yeah. but i'm glad to hear you guys have been doing so well on it honestly 
and you guys do all upland i assume yes well i mean yeah i Tyler, just got Tyler gets a little bit into waterfall i so we're kind of we're kind of backwards so i used to do a ton of waterfall because i lived right on the mississippi um nice. so i used to do that a lot when i first got my dog and then i moved away from there and i don't have anybody where i'm at now but um i have some decoys but not 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 enough i don't know anybody down here that really does a ton of uh, duck or goose and then tyler now he just now he got into it on him like yep. the tail end of him so yeah. right yeah. i'm just getting into upland with my dogs nice and you have oh God, come on we even... we'll take we'll take you out for yeah i love that you forget it we got you covered <laughs> i love it no i would i would definitely make the trip that would be fun because you have you said what two labs and a boykin yes i have the two labs so i did not i was kind of like under the impression what what did somebody tell me one time they're like if you want to upland hunt and shoot birds you bring a lab but if you want to upland hunt and look good shooting birds you bring a pointer <laughs> Yes, I would say that's... that before. Like, if you basically, if you want to eat, you bring a lab to wherever you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's right. But, but I never expected my lab to be really good at upland, and it was kind of funny. I took her out last year in Kansas, and she'd kind of hop around in the field, and then all of a sudden, she accidentally flushed a bird, and it was so funny. She had like this, like light click in her head, and I could see it, and she goes, "Oh shit." there's birds out here <laughs> and then it was like nose to the ground quartering back and forth i'm like oh she gets it that's awesome it's it's i mean it's why we hunt um i know tyler and i, I that's why i think most people bird hunt waterfall or pheasant is because of the dog um, yeah exactly and i mean when you get out there and i know there's a lot of pointers out there and things of that nature and uh, our dogs do I like to call it a flashpoint. They're not like pointers, but they'll there's a bird sitting still. They'll they'll lock up for you know five ten seconds, and then they'll go in and get it. So you can tell when there's something there, and it's just it it's it's amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Better than my dog. My dog just starts getting birdie, and I have to like sprint my ass <laughs> up to shoot that bird. <laughs> oh, that that happens, oh, that happens more happens often too. than you know. Yeah. Always, like you guys got you want to go hang with us. Hopefully but you on your running shoes, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right exactly especially like the first i would say the first 30 minutes maybe oh, even fuck. first 30 minutes to an hour it doesn't matter how many times i blow that fucking whistle and diesel has been through uh hunt tests and everything but man when he gets on a bird jesus let's go let's go no stop i'm running yeah no. I mean, I've I've missed birds because I've literally been out of breath. <laughs> like, oh yeah! Oh god! Oh jeez! <laughs> oh my god! I have been there. I have been there. Uh, yeah, and you uh, guys got the real pheasant hunting out by you up in Michigan. I mean, we kind of have just like the pheasant farms, so we kind of yeah. cheat. <laughs> so we we still do some pheasant farms. Like I'm going one next Friday. Um, Diesel was actually really sick here the last. I don't know what he got into. Is uh, I can just give a quick rundown. Uh, my wife and I went to Nebraska Zoo, and I have a kennel that I've always taken him to. It's an outdoor kennel where he gets to run on an acre of land, and he's been going there for, I don't know, a couple of years now. He's, it's been great, no problems. And this last time, um, I took him there about 5 o'clock, and he got the he got diarrhea, and I thought, well, I don't know, maybe it's just something. Then she said she came out, and he never has an accident in his kennel. 
at night, but he shit and puked all over his kennel. Oh and then man. He still he still ate. And then Sunday they said I cleaned it all up and he still had diarrhea that night. But she said he was eating. So she was like, all right, well, he must just scuttle something. Sunday didn't eat, but was still throwing up and still diarrhea. So then I picked him up Sundays when we got back and then brought him home. And then he uh, has never had an accident in the house because we moved to a brand new house uh, uh, basically five years ago. And so at that point he had been two, but he's never had an accident in our house, PYs or anything. But he was, you could see he was trying to get outside and basically he mm-hmm. just ended up diarrhea in all over our carpet. Um, I was like, oh, uh, that's the worst. So I, yeah. So I knew, I knew there was something bad. Took him in the vet Monday and they did a whole blood panel on him. Um, everything came back. She said normal. She's like, I don't know what he has. Everything's fine. We got him to eat a little bit finally. Um, but then we brought him home, threw up diarrhea all Monday night after we got him home, throwing up diarrhea Tuesday, didn't eat Tuesday, Wednesday, took him back in. They ended up having, did a scan of his whole GI tract, his stomach. Uh, they gave him some, uh, some kind of dye. Basically they, they drank it so they could highlight his whole body. So he was going on nothing lit up, uh, temperature. They did everything. Nothing came home, still puke. He actually, he puked for the vet and was diarrhea there. Came home, same oh, thing. No. Like, oh my god, I'm like, we're gonna fucking lose him. I'm like, and they're like, we have no idea. Um, we have no idea what, what's going on. Bring him back in. Um, by Friday, if he's still doing it, well, we went to good old uh, plain old burger and rice and just gave him little bits of it. And he started eating it and then we let him go and he finally he still had the diarrhea but he stopped throwing up so i was like all right well we'll go with that so he seems to be on the mend now but right mentioned, they, they did mention covid They're like oh, maybe we've heard a few dogs around you know around getting that i'm like what really? what yeah i don't know some bullshit i just want some money <laughs> they stick the do they stick the little covid test up his nose no no, they did not. But I was just like, oh, geez. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the hell he had. Because um, he didn't have a fever. Because I said, what was it like this? Because I was looking stuff up. Too. I was like, is this, this canine flu? And they're like, usually have a fever and stuff. Doesn't have any of that. Like, they could not figure it out. I still don't know. But he's he's on the mend, at least. So Well, that's just, good. Sometimes they yeah. just get into weird stuff, and it just upsets their stomach yeah. for the longest a, time. He lost seven pounds. In that wow. Of which is a lot for uh, a dog. Right. It's a lot for me. Shit. <laughs> hey, but. when I got COVID, I lost 10 pounds. Did you lose oh, like, you had it. sense of smell I did. or anything? Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. Um, I had like a headache one day and my mom who was vaccinated um, has gotten COVID twice. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I don't love it. I'm glad she's healthy, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> but it was so bad because she literally got the vaccine like 10 days later, got COVID. And then oh, we were we were joking around a couple weeks ago because she was like coughing and stuff. And I'm like, ooh, it's COVID round two. And she's like, shut up. We don't joke about that. And then she went in and got tested and she was positive. Jeez. So we had uh, my sister's boyfriend. We went to Florida. Uh, right this February of 2020, right before it all hit. And he had lost his taste and smell, super high fever, 
we were in this Airbnb in Florida and he didn't leave the whole time coughing oh, like felt terrible worst. and pretty sure he had it I mean he got tested for everything and they're like we don't know what you have well you couldn't test for COVID at that time so he, right. he had it so then he ended up getting it <clears throat> he had just a, a cold that somebody at work at his work tested positive for COVID so then everybody had to go get tested so then he had it again but it was just like a mm. like a stuffed up nose or whatever so yeah yeah he he, he had it twice yeah Lose I don't know if I've had it. Sucked. I, I don't know if I've had it or not. No idea. I feel like you would know if you had it. Maybe, may or maybe can you're only, carrying. You had it. Can, can only assume that I've been exposed as much as I travel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But all your smell and taste and all that stuff came back. Uh the smell is not back. The taste is back. So like, you can't smell anything. No, it's been weeks. Like nothing. Like pizza like cooking, you can't smell pizza. Nope, that's the worst part. What? Nope. Has mm-hmm. it messed with your taste buds? Like, yeah, like, like certain things now just taste terrible to me. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus, did you feel bad like during the time you had it? Was it like super bad for you? Uh, I had like one day where I had a really hard time breathing, and then it went away the very next day. Huh. And I was like, this isn't bad. But I mean, the, the taste and the smell part, because like nothing tasted good. So I didn't want to eat anything. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just, I don't know. I, like, the smell still did not come back, which sucks because you don't realize how much you rely on smell for. Yeah. You don't. I, you know, you don't. And once mm-hmm. that sense is gone, take it for granted. Shit. I burned quite a few things in the oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Just because I don't smell uh, it. A lot of supper's ruined. <laughs> a lot of supper's ruined. A lot of yeah. a lot of bakery goods. A lot more loss of gone. supper life than <laughs> that's right. Oh, shit. That's right. But hey, at least my dogs are eating well. So that's all that that's matters. Right. Hell yeah. So Molly, for all of our listeners, um, I'm gonna throw out the website uh, or you know, the best way to go to contact you guys. You know, if they're interested in learning more or whatever about the dog food. Of I mean, course, contact us too. Um, but yes. I just figured that'd be something good to put on here. Yeah. Um, I'd say the best place to go is our website, www.safedogfood.com. Um, everything's on there. Links to our Instagram, our Facebook. Um, our, our Instagram is the Scoop Dog Food. Facebook is the Scoop Dog Food. Um, honestly, I implore everyone to just go home and check the ingredients on your dog food. That is my my biggest wish for everyone because, I mean, after everything that we went through with our dogs, um, I just never wish that anyone's dog ever gets copper storage disease, and I don't wish that on anybody because, like I said before, it is very hard to to actually pinpoint if a dog has copper storage disease and diagnose and a lot of vets mistreat it for uh, liver cancer actually. So it's one of those things where you just got to be knowledgeable about it and you got to prevent it the best way that you can. And the only way to do that is to feed a copper free diet or a natural copper diet. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Molly, we definitely appreciate you coming on. Um, like I said, we, we awesome. love Thank using you guys the dog so food much. and tons of, of great information. Um, so everybody go check out Safe Dog Food and uh, flush them and dust them. Flush them and dust them, guys. Thanks, Molly. Uh, Have a great night. Thank you guys so much. All right, see yep. you. Bye. See ya.